You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series that syndicates for the A-List Online, and my name is Andrew Mackay-Smith. Welcome to the show. The interview subject I've got prepared for you is a good one. He goes by the name of Innocent, and he is a Perth-based hip-hop artist and MC. Now, long-time listeners to the show will know I have barely interviewed any hip-hop artists, so when I do, I choose wisely, and I'm glad that the opportunity was given to me to have a chat to Innocent because I'm supremely impressed with his stuff. Now, I've had some people reach out to me over socials that have heard me say in conversation on the podcast that I don't really like and I don't really listen to hip-hop. That is still the case. So you know, listener, dear listener, that when I decide to put an artist on the show whose music broadly falls under that banner, it's bloody good stuff. And it is indeed. Innocent's new album, it's out now. It's called Anthem's of a life. Now, before we get to the chat, the audio on Innocent side of things isn't the best, but bear with it because he makes a lot of great points, and I think it's a good opportunity for people who typically like, you know, all the stuff I broadcast: extreme metal, heavy metal, rock and roll, punk rock. If you normally get into that stuff, just suspend things for a moment and have a listen to what Innocent has to say about the superb album he's just released. Here he is. Just Lee just sent me the album. Okay, last night it was. So Anthem's of yeah. the album. So look, I've got to got to be honest, mate. I haven't spent any quality time with the album because I've only just got it. But I have lived with your singles. Oh, yeah. So I've lived with the singles Anthems of a Life and also Club Trance for a while, and, and I enjoy both a lot. So congratulations on on crafting, oh, you. you know, quality chilled chilled soul infused R and B. You know, it's it's precisely yeah. the, the sort of music that I would hope to hear if I was to walk into the VIP section of a club and was picking the sort of cognac <laughs> that I wanted to drink. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it's good to know it is classy music, I think, your stuff here. I was just talking to Luna Vexa before you and, mate... Both, both, like I've only got the two interviews on tonight. What I notice about both of you as artists is, uh, and I'll focus on you here, okay, is that uh, it's expertly recorded. You know, it doesn't sound out of place on a Spotify playlist that might have some of the uh, the R and B greats like Jay Z or what have you on them. And I know he's a very different artist to what you're doing there, but I think you know my point is that you can stand with the uh, the greats of uh, the R and B genre given the quality of the music that you're recording here. So, you know, I, I think I think the question that I've got for you then must be like, has, has the album and indeed the singles, have they turned out the way that you wanted them to? Yeah, um, well, I'm going to say thank you for that. That was a, a pretty massive compliment. Um, he yeah, uh, gave me like a big uh, inspiration. And um, I think uh, even in my writing process, like, Early on, I'd always be comparing my stuff to uh, artists who established like him. So I'd always compare what I wrote to uh, their verses and see if my verse could be characterized in songs. And um, that was how I approached it. Uh, so I take a lot of pride in my writing. So thank you for that. But um, yeah, uh, I've been saying to people that this is really the first project um, where I'm holistically very happy. Um, with how it came out and that I'm happy with it as a representation of myself as an artist. Um, 
across the board. Uh, so yeah, and no, I was very happy with how everything came out. Mm. Yeah, and look, I, look, I have had a quick listen to the album though, so I have listened to it twice all the way through. And I've got to say that I agree with the PR statement that was sent out in the email, which is that your music is deeply meditative uh, and you do produce relaxing sounds mixed with evocative, thought-provoking concepts. So the concepts bit is what I'm interested yeah. in. So it, are we talking musical concepts here or are the concepts contained within the lyrics? Um, well, I try and with the um, production, uh, I love producing and you know, uh, arranging and uh, you know, composing stuff. But I think for the way that I set up my music, I set it up so that I kind of give myself a good um, canvas to just, you know, write on and just paint on with the, um, the writing and with the lyrics, uh, the very courses and, you know, the themes that come through there. Uh, so they kind of work hand in hand, but um, it's more lyrical. I, I'd say that it's more lyrical because I put um, just so much into into that that part, um, but obviously I want the production to also be understanded. Where um, it's not, it has to be on par with what's being written, which is really tough. Yeah. Okay, killer. Yeah. Now with with the music, it's uh, it's world class, mm. as I say. Oh, I'm a musician, so I listen always yeah. with a musician's ear, and. Yours is one of those yeah. releases, and as I say, I've got to live with it a bit longer, so take this compliment with a grain of salt, I suppose. But still, the fact remains, when mm. I listened to it, there's not much I'd change. If yeah. anything, I'd change. So you've clearly had a strategy here about how you wanted things to sound, and you've executed beautifully. So with with the music, is this something that you were writing on Cubase with a keyboard, that sort of thing, or can you talk to me about how you were recording, how you started writing the music and then how you recorded it? Yeah, um, yeah, uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I come from sort of that musical background too, so I taught myself on a didactically, um, you know, guitar from year six, and then in year 10, I go, okay, so the keyboard just has a lot better of a range. Um, most of the songs that we picked up have keys in the back, even called Trance, right? It has keys just as the sort of anchor. Um, and uh, the approach changes. Sometimes sometimes I'll write lyrics against, uh, you know, like uh, another instrumental if I don't have it, or I'll just have an instrumental, um, like the main like, chord progression in my head, and I'll write to that, and then I'll produce it. Um, one of the best things that I... Sort of learnt um, with with learning how to play um, the keys and just being able to completely translate what's in my head um, down into into music. It was probably one of the greatest things I've ever done in my life. But um, that it always changes. But mm-hmm. I think it got to a point where by the end of that project, it didn't matter what I started with, whether it was the production or the lyrics. Uh, I could always just you know make the song. Um, what it needed to be or what I had heard in my head. And that's what sort of got Club Trance and Legendary are. Uh, because Club Trance, I just, I produced the whole track and then I wrote the whole track as I was producing it. Like I just had it lyrics and you know, I knew where I was going with it in my head and it says I was doing like playing around drum and bass um, with the time. And yeah, it, it happened very, very naturally. Um, some of it, it's very meticulous and 
methodical but some of it I think I'd say most of it happens uh, very naturally yeah agreed the very natural side of things definitely come out it doesn't sound forced your music so we we, we you wait were you under like time constraints so did you record a lot of it in a studio where you were paying money or was this something that you did mostly at home with whatever the recording setup you know your rig so to speak yeah um so luckily enough um in yeah there was 12 hours at Mackins and I was able to save up enough for um just like the core base of the equipment that I still use today mm. uh, and I had not think over time but um you know I've treated my room and uh it's covered in acoustic panels and I sort of maybe a lot of, um, I guess, like special design to do all of that. And, and like, I rearranged everything in my room just for recording. Um, and, you know, even like a word antenna, it, it, you know, it would set it up for you to do everything at a pretty professional standard. Um, and, yeah, I've, I just, I feel like I'm not constrained. Uh, you know, with equipment or whatever, and it's really just up to my expression. Um, and over the production, is, um, I actually learned a lot of different recording techniques. Um, I learned how to, you know, record better so that the mixing process is easier and a lot of other things. And yeah, it was a, it was a big learning process. Um, so, songs like Anthems of the Life, like the title track, um, I had wrapped that just, you know, wrapped it in the same way that I would have wrapped uh, Contrast. Um, and then I just sort of discovered like a new vocal style way to put some energy into my vocals. Uh, just through listening to other people, studying other people, uh, and also just searching for something to just give it that X factor. Uh, and then that's what came from it. You know, um, there was a huge learning process the whole way through just recording at home. It was awesome. Yeah, I gotcha. So, so. How many? Just let me check. How many tracks are on the uh, are on the album proper? I think uh, it, it. What the question that I got for you though is that you sound to me like an artist who's got who who's quite prolific. You're always writing, so you've got eight eight tracks is what I've got here. So I take it you've got. Have you got yeah. another another eight tracks ready? Because I think mate, with COVID locking <laughs> everybody down, like have you have you got another so, some yeah. more like this that you're ready to release sometime oh, yeah. in the next sort of? I've got a- yeah, I've got a lot of... So with this album, um, at one point I had like 18 songs for it. And mm-hmm. I've sort of just seen like the trend of really extended albums. And I wanted to... I wanted to really um, sort of constrict myself. There were two songs that I removed last minute because I didn't think that they were happy or on par. I, wasn't, I mean, I wasn't happy with them. I didn't think that they were on par with everything else that was... On that, so I'm like, I kept going because I've got future releases. I've got like a collaboration project with a friend of mine, Don uh, who's like a phenomenal artist, and that has a lot of songs. So, I mean, I'm probably going to release another, you know, 24, 30 songs in the next year, but it's just stressing it out. And I think there are some things that didn't thematically fit this project. I really wanted it to be um, like very cohesive. And I didn't want to, you know, in any way to repeat myself or take myself outside that time frame and the concept that I'd set up for the project. So it's it's very succinct, but um, 
I, I, I liked how, you know, each track could like stand on its own. That was really important to me. Um, okay. And that's what I was sort of aiming for with having like an eight track. I think when you start to go beyond like 12 or so, you, you kind of start to lose uh, the idea of it. And also, I think because of where I am, I wanted to give people enough so that they got a clear image of um, when I'm, what I'm doing and my, you know, I guess, musical talents. But to have enough left over to follow it up with, you know. Um, so that was the strategy there. Okay, great response, yeah. what Did you hear the Spotify CEO more or less say that albums were dead, that it's all about singles these days and creating engaging content online, on social media? Did you hear those comments? Oh, did I say? So the Spotify CEO more or less said, he didn't say it directly, but his comments alluded to the fact that, in his view, the album's dead, meaning that mm. artists shouldn't really be bothering to release albums, and I'm paraphrasing here, keep in mind, but he was talking about mm. the way artists move forward in 2020 should be by creating constant, constantly creating content for, for listeners, for the audience, and then also marrying that up with a oh, fairly, yeah. uh, you know, like a rigorous social media strategy so as you're constantly promoting content and stuff you know to me you're an artist that's perfectly Mm. placed to take advantage of that is that something that you've thought about doing yeah yeah i have um i i think from how i had uh worked throughout this album when i was you know like i went from writing and producing it to mixing and mastering it um because apart from the guest lessons i just kind of did everything and I'm not because of a lack of a collaborative opportunity, but I think that uh, I like the creative control and, you know, being accountable for all of it. And, um, yeah, I think that, you know, now that I've put this study of work out, uh, a friend of mine, uh, a million forever, he's a really great artist. He, he, he called me the day after it came out and was like, you've got to have, like... Um, I mean, publicly, because for me it's very like therapeutic. Uh, I kind of just use it as a way to express myself. Um, and you know, like I love performing and stuff, but in terms of like my life in general, I really like privacy and stuff. I'm not um, I'm like flamboyant and whatever is some others. Um, and then I work like nine to five with corporate, like, so it's really tough for me to balance identity. Um, but I think I'm figuring that out a little bit better now uh, and not wanting to be like really dimensional. But um, I'm definitely going to be doing a lot more content live. Uh, I'm even getting like uh, you know, some camera equipment so I can do more outside of videos. It's pretty funny with COVID that it's mm-hmm. giving me a lot more time to create, but I think it's restricted collaboration a little bit uh, because my, I had time to do an album in July and I was going to shoot a video almost every song on the project and um, you know I've got a few other like short videos um, you know I want to do like short films and all kinds of stuff nice uh, all yep. kinds of different content yeah for this um, and now it's just sort of re- like figuring out the logistics again uh, because of not being able to fly and 
whatnot, but I'm, now I'm definitely going to, um, you know, spend time uh, building and building like that and connecting with my audience more. Um, because it's, you know, like no matter how many listeners there are, it's, it's something great in being able to share something and having other people relate to it um, and being able to connect with them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, great response too, mate. By the way, and uh, look, something else I've noticed there's there's an awful lot of great R and B that's coming out of Perth these days, but over the last five years or so. So, I've already had a chat to uh, uh, Reams. Sorry, it's Reams. I was about to say Vex, but he's up in uh, Cairns. But Reams, oh, I've man. had a chat to, and also Young Young JC. So, it sounds like you might have heard of Reams. Oh, JC. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and no, I've yeah, had a few. Nah. Um, yeah. No, so you guys, you guys must form a collective over there because there's a lot of great sounds coming over, coming out. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. A lot of fantastic artists. Um, it's interesting. Like I, I was in high school, um, and you know, like one of my friends from high school won Unearth, and you know, we had um, just so many creative and talented people. And people that I, I saw that they were going to do a lot of great things in life. Um, mm. And a lot of them now, they're studying like engineering and putting out a lot of music. They're studying medicine and putting out music, um, like my friend Kurt. Um, it's, it's fantastic that I think now people are more willing to show their artistic sides and to uh, be more be more public with their full selves. And um, I think that, you know, it's funny because Perth, there's so much talent here uh, in so many ways. Um, you know, like an academic, professional, uh, artistic, mm-hmm. and it's just that it hasn't got that light shone on it yet. But I think there's so much value um, in all of that. And uh, you know, now this is sort of like the uh, play Toronto, like pre Drake and Tory Lanez in the weekend. It's uh, you know, but there once some of us have success. In like a international national level, then um, it'll only just shine the spotlight for there and other people here, and that's something that we're all focused for. And I mean, in the last year, what JC did is like insane because he, um, I'm pretty sure he's releasing almost a song every fortnight, you know, yep. and so <laughs> it's yep. like 26 songs in a year, and it's not easy to do that. And now he's, um, he's, you know, the highest uh like followed uh artist on TikTok, you know, in Australia in the country. So he has the most followers, the most likes and stuff. And he's just put yeah. an insane amount of work into that. It's not um yeah, it's not it's not easy. And uh I I like I watched that from my from the distance and the whole way through, you know, it was nice to really watch. Um I went to a show of it uh in Mount Lowry and it was like packed this was a year ago. His core following is really awesome, and um, it's good to just see him have that and then build it up much, much further. Uh, do a NBL collaboration and so on. He, yeah, he's a, a really, really cool guy and very motivated. And um, every, I think everybody can feed off of that too. Um, and I think really helped you since um, there's enough there for everybody to, uh, to do well. For sure, I agree with you totally on that point. There, there is enough space, there is enough room there. I think, especially now with COVID, and people are more or less sort of, uh, well, people can't really go out because places aren't open, and we're not really allowed to go out. So, you know, with social distancing yeah. being enforced, certainly not the way we did pre 
pre-COVID. So, are you uh, are you taking any advice from like a manager that sort of thing, or is everything that we're seeing are these all of your ideas? Um, well, I I so I work with like uh, five seven music. Um, they're really yeah. just a fantastic team. Um, you know, Lee's a part of that actually, and uh, yeah, he does like he does so much. <laughs> Thank you, you know. And, uh, yeah. He set up so many different interviews, and he helps me keep track of what I need to do. Um, you know, and it's just a really really good like strong team. Um, so Adam from Firestarter, he uh, he kind of told me this was three years ago, uh, like a prelude to this project. He's like, you need singles, you know. So in the making of this album, I actually wanted to just make an album full of singles. I think there's only maybe two yeah. songs that I wouldn't actually one song that I wouldn't consider a single, which is uh, December twenty eighth or the like, Growing Pain for Benyon, when we finished up the uh, album because I had a distribution like issue with uploading. Like at December 28th, but except mm-hmm. for that song, which is just like a six-minute freestyle, I would be pretty comfortable putting each of the other songs out of singles, which is why I wanted to shoot the videos for them. Um, but it was a really good, uh, like, professional insight, and uh, I always listen to advice from like, someone like him because um, he's so accomplished in what he's done and has so much experience in the industry. Um, so, yeah, like, they're the people that I listen to. I listen to uh, my peers and... Um, just other people in their management positions and that sort of thing around. Um, I kind of count both guys as my management, <laughs> but I don't have uh, I don't have one like per se in the traditional sense. So I think in the time I can that that will happen or this will be sustainable. Sure. Uh, yeah. 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 Fair enough, mate. Yeah. Um, mate, just before I let you go, then. Um, for people listening, because of course I intend on releasing this as a podcast, um, so you've got a great Instagram presence. I can see that. I've been looking through that as we've been talking. But uh, something else I appreciated you, you did, man. I did a micro review of I can't remember. It was one of the two singles in December, I think it was, and you actually you actually shared that. You know, and that says to me you're attentive. You're actually paying attention to what's going on, and that's not an ego thing from me that you shared something I did, but it means that you're in tune with the feedback yeah. that you're getting, and I appreciate that because I think that too many indie artists sort of ignore what's happening and the feedback they're getting, and I think you do need to pay attention to it. It's just whether or not you act on it or not. So thank you for doing that. But yeah, sorry, yeah. I'll, I'll just round on the point. So, so. For people listening, mate, who really want to, uh, I hope people are inspired now to reach out and have a chat to you via messenger or whatever it might be, or via socials. But you've got you got Instagram. I couldn't find you on Facebook. So do you have a Facebook presence with the the music stuff? Yeah, I do. It's a uh, well, Facebook page is innocent, and then um, I think it's like uh, I think hyphen uh, the and then hyphen artist. Um, on Facebook just is, is tough to just get in the of the Facebook name. Um, but that's there. Uh, I can actually, I'll actually, I can send it to you. Um, I've got like this uh, link via Linktree which just has the links to everything. And I think if I send that through um, or people look up innocent uh, slash at the artist notes hyphen the hyphen the artist um, then they'll find that. Yeah, I just watched that because I tell you what, because I, I got that because I actually go to the link tree. That's the one thing that I see. And when you press Facebook, 
it brings up Linktree, mm. so it doesn't actually go back to the. I found your Facebook profile. Oh. I just, just liked it, but yeah, probably fix that because I don't. I want people to be able to find you. That's all. That, that's the only point reason I say that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. I'll actually just have a look at that. Like now, um, after this. Uh, yeah. Somebody. Yeah, somebody's just um, overlooked it for yeah, you. I, I think I focused. Yeah. I think I focused on like, Instagram and. Like Spotify and Apple, but like obviously you want to be available on as many platforms as, as possible. Um, so wow. I'll, and especially for events, I'll definitely fix that link. I'm sorry about that. No, it's not. No, God, don't apologise. It was just, it was, it was just that I, I want people to find you. That's all. That's the key thing. And uh, and oh, look, yeah. I, I ended up just because of what you said to me then. Which so for people listening. To find Innocent on Facebook, it's Innocent, as he said, Innocent dash the dash artist, straightforward. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah, you're on there, and I can see that. Um, I can see that you're active on there. Um, so, mate, it's as of five days ago. That's your last post. There you go. So you're right there. Yeah, it's all happening. There you go. Um, so look, congratulations on the music that you're creating here, mate. Uh, it's wonderful to hear uh, an accomplished. Thank you, uh, thank you. R&B so artist. Yeah, coming coming out of Perth, and I, I'd love to see you over here post-COVID, mate, and you, yourself and young young JC, let's try to make that happen, a bit of a double bill and have uh, Reams on there as well, maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> bring you guys over. I was over actually there. trying to, um, yeah, I'm going to try and get him to do a, a long show with me that I'm planning, um, because nice. I love his music. I'm a huge fan of his music, and um, that would, it would be nice, because it, it's pretty funny. He knows me more probably as like a band than an artist. <laughs> you know, so it's uh, you know, but you can be you can be both, and it'd be really cool to like, perform with them. So um, yeah, uh, you know, and as soon as the sort of uh, open and you can really travel and safe and travel, I'll definitely be um, over there. So I have a lot of friends over there, um, and Absolutely. I'd really love to perform with some um, because I that was another thing I really prepared them to be performed live. Um, Yes. And that was another area of growth, and I'd just, yeah, I'd love to be able to do that. I'd love to watch that, man. Yeah, I'll definitely be there. You come over here and play in the Valley or in Brisbane City, or the Valley's probably more likely because that's our uh, entertainment precinct over here. But I missed young JC the last time I was talking to his manager. I just had the, uh, I've got kids, you see, and uh, I had to look after the kids that night and uh, do uh, family things. I couldn't sort of get out, which is. Uh, which is a shame in, in that I missed him because he hasn't come back. I think he's only been over once or twice, actually. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I hope you guys can line up a bit of a show, some shows over in the East Coast, mate. And, uh, look, as I say, just congratulations on, on a superb-sounding album and the way uh, you've made everything sound. It's truly uh, magnificent stuff. You're one of the uh, preeminent uh, hip-hop artists, I think, in the country at the moment, you know, and I don't hand that sort of stuff out lightly, mate. So congratulations on everything. Yeah. Sweet. No worries. Look what I'll do, mate. I'm comfortable with everything. If you are, I'll just um I'll do my editing on the podcast episode and I'll post it and I'll I'll link you in on socials, mate, and if you want to share it, go ahead. Oh no, no, definitely definitely sharing it. Um it's really good actually like uh, just hear our passion and your feeling about music and it's, it's you know it's rare in a way and um you know it's a shared passion so uh no Thank i'll you. definitely be sharing everything
You have been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series that syndicates for the A-List Online, and my name is Andrew Mackay-Smith. The interview subject you just heard from then is Perth-based hip-hop artist Innocent. Thanks so much for listening.